Welcome to Healing Place Church, where our mission is to be a healing place for a hurting world. Listen each week for updated content and be sure to share with your friends. We hope this podcast is a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Uh, I just have a word that I, uh, 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 I want to share uh, in Romans chapter number 12, verses 1 to 2. I'm reading from, I'm reading from the NIV um, version. The Bible says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. It goes on to say, this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. There's an emphasis in that word form there. Transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. It is my prayer that after I've preached this word, I myself may not be disqualified, and uh, um, I'm grateful for the, for, the, for the online church that is watching us this morning. We also welcome you, and I also like to uh, demonstrate, and uh, um, I know that um, um, uh, I made mention of the word form, and I'm so grateful for the creative team here at HPC. And they've helped me to come up with this. This looks good right here. So uh, this is just a glass of water. And this is water. Uh, you call it water here. And uh, this is a cross. And when, whenever I think of uh, 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 the word uh, form, um, uh, when somebody say form a circle, uh, form a square, I believe whatever forms you, shapes you. If you were to take this water, and if you were to pour it here, let's just say you take it to a freezer, and whatever that is going to come out, it's going to take the formation, it's going to take the form of, uh, of this glass right here. So uh, Paul is writing, I am going to just give us context in a little bit. But he's warning us, he's saying, let us not take the formation of this world. But he's giving us a way out. He says, you know what, um, but you must be transformed. And uh, I believe that uh, there is a destiny for me and you. And one of the things that Paul is talking about, he's talking about the kingdom of God. So if you are taking notes this morning, my title of my message is Missions Mind Mindset. I believe that uh, whatever um, uh, you put, whatever you are with, whatever you are within, whatever you are part of, it will, it will definitely form its pair. Um, uh, it basically means that you are together with something. And uh, um, 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 uh, today's Mission Sunday, uh, and mission mindset, what do I mean? Whenever I talk about mission, it's simply, simply put, it's just an assignment. Go 
and uh, advance the kingdom. Colin was saying this morning, you know, here at HPC, we do not just gather together on a Sunday. We grow. We want to be in the presence of God this year. We want to read the word of God, but we also get a chance to go. We do it. We get a chance to advance the kingdom, the kingdom of God. So mission is, uh, missions is just simply, you know, um, uh, uh, doing uh, the will of God, taking um, uh, uh, the orders and the instructions of God. A mindset, therefore, it's now a pattern of thinking. Everything starts, church, with a thought. Uh, if uh, it's on, uh, if it's uh, if if our minds are sound, I believe that our hearts will be sound as well. And that is called mindset. It's just a pattern of uh, of thinking. And now Paul is appealing. He starts by saying, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a a living sacrifice. Now we are offering our bodies. Let me tell you, um, uh, in Genesis chapter number three, the Bible says, you know, God said, let us... uh, uh, make man, but allow me to use this choice of words. God was saying, let us form man, but let us form man in our own image. And now Paul is appealing to us to offer ourselves as if we've done something wrong. Later on, after God has formed us, and after God has said, you know, this is, this is, this is my own, it's beautiful, if you read the few chapters, you would notice now in Genesis, I believe, chapter number, uh, number six from verses five, the Bible says the Lord saw that the wicked of man was great and that every intention of the thought of his heart was only evil. The Bible goes on to say continually. It was not stopping. It was going on and on. The Bible says the Lord regretted. The worst thing that can ever happen to somebody, it is regret. Can I have an amen this morning? Are we at HPC? I know you, 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 amen here. Um, 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 uh, uh, the Lord regretted and he, 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 he regretted and uh, he looked into what he has formed and it grieved him. Whenever he looked at me and you, the Bible say, the Lord was grieved. It goes on to say, he was so sorry that he made man. Therefore, the Lord said to a man called Noah, for every crippling thing, every animal, I'm just going to wipe it away. But one of the things that the Bible says to us, it says that, but Noah found favor from the Lord. It is my prayer that we may find favor. Uh, I believe that whenever we talk about grace, uh, we talk about unmerited favor. And the Bible, Paul, the same man in the earlier chapters of chapter number 10, he goes on to say, how will people hear about the good news if there's nobody carrying the good news? Beautiful are the feet of those that bring the good news. In other words, there must be people who are kingdom-minded. Here at Healing Place Church, we have what we call kingdom builders because we have people who are kingdom-minded. 
God said, I will bolt out men, animals, and every creeping thing, beds, for I am sorry that I have made them, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And I believe that from the time of uh, Noah, uh, where Paul now is writing, Paul is saying to us, I urge you, I, I appeal to you. Whenever somebody is appealing, there must be a response. I pray that by the end of this um, um, our teaching today, we may respond to the voice of God. We may respond to the word of God. The Bible says there was a man by the name of Jonah. It's not only in the Old Testament, but God has always been speaking. And uh, there was a man by the name of Jonah who was also talking, uh, John was talking about um, uh, the kingdom of God. Repent for the kingdom of God is near. He was the voice of God. But also we had the word of God. That's why the book of John says in the beginning was the word and the word was God. The word was with God. Yes. John 1.11. It goes on to say, but the word came to his own and his own comprehended him not. I come from a kingdom. There is a king. If he can show up at Chick-fil-A, if I can find him, you know, dipping that uh, Polynesian sauce. <laughs> Mike, I miss Pastor Mike. Pastor Mike was yeah. going to be saying, mmm. <laughs> but I can recognize him because I know my king. But here we have the Lord of Lords coming to his own. And he's saying, I am grieved. With every intention, every thought, Everything is evil and it's continuing. So Paul writes to us. He's saying, you know what? John spoke about this thing, but the word came. The word of God. And he gave me and you an assignment. He said, let us go and let us make disciples. Let us make sure that we understand that both Christ and John, you know, they were cousins, they were related. But they spoke about the kingdom of God being near, but today the kingdom of God is available with a different mindset. It is available with a mission mindset. Paul is appealing, begging and persistently persuading us to do something, to respond to a call. What does it mean to be a living sacrifice? Paul says, you know, we must be concentrated. Paul says we must be committed. We must be dedicated. We must be willing. We must be obedient. The list goes on and on. We must be submissive to the Lord. The living sacrifice has the here and now attitude. I think of a man by the name of Isaiah. The Bible says in the, in the, in the, in the year King Uzziah died, Isaiah so the Lord. It goes on to say there was some transformation that took place. He is being separated with his loved ones. Some scholars say, you know, uh, King Uzziah was Isaiah's uh, cousin and he was grieved that he was losing somebody. But right there, there was transformation. He said, I saw the Lord. Pastor Isaac was preaching earlier on. He spoke about a man that was heading a different direction. And he was, uh, his name was Paul, the same man that I'm talking about, the man that Jesus showed 
himself. He never sent anybody. He said, why are you, why are you grieving me, Paul? And this morning, we also have the same opportunity. I believe that uh, um, 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 Isaiah goes on to discover his destination. He said, you know what? God, hear mine. After transformation, if you need anything, I'm here to send me. So three things that I want to talk about, and then uh, um, I will be out of this place. I believe that uh, whenever we respond, whenever there is an appeal, we must, we must respond to that. I believe that uh, um, uh, there are things that uh, um, Isaiah had to do. I believe there are things that Noah had to do. You know, whenever God, whenever the Bible says, then Noah found favor from God, Noah did the impossible. Noah was obedient. Noah listened to whatever God was telling him to do. Noah was asked to build an ark. Well, an ark represents a covenant. It represents, you know, um, 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 a, 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 a commitment that uh, uh, this man had to make to say, I will save you, I will build this ark, even if it takes 120 years, but I will do exactly what you are telling. I am available it had never rained during that time. People were living in abundance. And uh, um, um, it had never rained, but through the breath, of the, all, the breath of the Almighty, the mist, they were able to get water from that. I just imagine that. I'm like, wow, the Bible is exciting. It's nice to get into the Word, the word of God and read it. But until this time, it has never rained. And whenever Noah was doing that, people thought he was crazy but he was doing the will of God. It took him 120 years, and whenever we talk of that boat right there, we talk of the, the Ark of the Covenant. I believe that he was separated from everything. Three things that I want to talk about. I believe that if there is a destination, if there is a calling, I believe that it starts by us separating ourselves from the world, from the pattern of the world. And it is sometimes lonely whenever we are pursuing the things of God. And I believe once we do that, I believe there will be uh, uh, some transformation. And I know separation will lead us to, to our, our, our destination. So the first thing is separation. I believe that uh, if we have a mission, um, a mindset, we, we must know that uh, whenever God is calling out, uh, we will be separated from our loved ones. Sometimes God will call us. It was painful for Isaiah. He, he lost somebody. Uh, sometimes God will ask us to give up a relationship. Sometimes God will ask us to give up um, a habit. Sometimes God will ask us to separate from our loved one. But here Paul says, do not conform. I have the, me as a person, I have the ability to refuse or to conform to the world around me. I have, a, I have clear values. I believe that I also have, you know, uh, uh, when we talk of separation, the Bible talks about us not looking, uh, uh, let us not look warm. It's either we are cold or we are hot. We cannot be in, in between. Uh, whenever we are talking about this mindset, you know, it separates. The, the Bible says, my word, the sword of the spirit, 
is a two-edged sword. It, it separates a darkness from, 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 from the light. When you read Genesis chapter 1, verses 4, the Bible says, and God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. I have clear values. They are not vacuum. They do not look warm. It's not cold. It's not um, uh, in between. But I am on fire for God. I get excited to be separated for his cause. Without understanding church, I believe that uh, we live in darkness. And I, I know that um, um, uh, the Bible says there is a spirit um, uh, that is in man, and that spirit will give man understanding. Let me submit to you, that spirit will not come and dwell in you unless you are separated from, uh, from other things. Darkness and light cannot be in the same place together. Without understanding, you live in darkness. Satanic thoughts may inject your mind. Deception from past circumstances, negative ideas. They may be imprinted, imprinted in your mind. Feelings from your, your senses. You know, we have five senses in the book of Genesis. There was the voice of uh, of, uh, of the serpent, uh, uh, we, we, we have the sense, um, the, 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 the sense of of sight. The Bible says, you know, Eve looked at the fruit, uh, he touched it. All the senses are there, tested it, and also smell it. Sometimes we can smell, we can touch, we can look, but the purpose of separation is for our destination. I think of Abraham and Lot. The Lord said to Abraham after Lot had separated from him, these were relatives, you know. Uh, Lot was Abraham's niece, but I, I noticed when you read Genesis chapter number 13, verses number, um, uh, number 14, the Lord said to Abraham after Lot had separated from him, lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land that you see, I will give you and your offsprings forever. I will make your offspring as dust of the earth. This man had no children, but it was a mindset. Are we seeing what God is seeing us? But whatever the report that was, ah, maybe Abraham, you are too old. You cannot have children. But whose report do you want to believe? Chaos, whenever things are out of order, they present an opportunity to take away the fruit of your mind. Satan wants to steal, Satan wants to steal, and he also wants to, to destroy all the inspired ideas that are for your good. The Lord formed you, he predestined, he knew you before you were born. And I believe when Paul is asking us, he is not asking us to do something hard. He's saying we must go back to the Father. With separation, there is transformation, church, and there is a destination. Romans chapter number 12, verses number 2, it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will is. His will is good, his will is pleasing, and his will is perfect. If you separate, you will be able to transform. Whenever I think of the word trans, 
I think of uh, transport, transit. It's something that takes you from one place to the other. God is saying once you separate, I am going to move you from the struggles. I have something better for you. My thoughts are not thoughts to harm you, but my thoughts are so that I give you a future. My thoughts is that I give you hope. But I want to move you. But do you believe? Do you want to separate? One of the things that hinders us sometimes is unbelief. You know, we, 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 we believe in all kinds of things. But uh, I pray that we can just take God that is where the Bible was given, not only church for information, but it was also given for transformation. God was to transform us from this world. Information, it's what informs you. It is what forms you. It is what tells you what to do. God spoke, let there be light. There was light. If God is speaking today and you are sick, he is saying, be healed. You will be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Because I believe that the information that is in the word of God, if God, it's a mindset, it's a perspective. If God is saying, you know, mindset, it's seeing things differently, seeing having a kingdom. In Swaziland, where I come from now, a gallon of gasoline. We call it petrol, you call it gas. Um, it's about $6 a gallon. Things are going up. Inflation or no inflation. One thing that I can tell you, the Bible say, according to his riches and glory, my God will supply all our needs. It is not, it is not the, the inflation, you know. It is not the, the, the scarcity. We serve a God of abundance. Yet HPC, we normally say, unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what transformation. The information of the word of God will change the way that um, I, I see things, the way that um, I, 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 I think. God wants to transform you today. Can I have an Amen. Whenever whenever something is informing you, it is telling you what you are going to be. In other words, it is telling you about the structure, the behavior. We cannot behave like the world behaves. We are people of faith. God's information creates things. I am going to believe faith comes by hearing. Once I hear this word of God, uh, whether it's a rhema word, once I read the word of God, logos, my, my, my actions will, um, will change. The information available to you today, church, it is forming you. The information we have will make us to conform or it will transform us. What kind of information are you working with? Life, some people say, is spontaneous. I'm telling you, I'm clear about life. It's possible to be in church and also accept all other kinds of truth. The world mindset is telling us, be frugal, kingdom mindset, abundance versus scarcity, God of abundance. All things are possible. For once I was young, David said, and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. 
He is ever lending generously. His children are becoming a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. You are Jehovah child. You are the Lord that provides. Your divine power, Peter says, has given us everything we need. You are able to supply my needs according to your riches. The earth, the Bible says, the earth is the Lord and everything thereof, the silver, the gold, the bread of the Almighty, the word of God is inspired. This information that you read, God, it's inspired book. It's not only good for teaching, but it's also good for, for, for correcting and rebuking every thought that is not from God. It is good for cleansing. It is good for equipping for good works. God has called us for good works. Pastor Isaac, whatever you are doing in Mozambique, God will look at you and say, well done, good. We are going to go about and doing good. As we serve our community, as we have the same heart in different, it is the one thing that God has called us to, to do. Reading the word of God, somebody once said it's like flossing. Flossing helps to clean out food, particles between. Hey, this is gross right there. <laughs> so, this, this brushing and this flossing helps so that we do not have teeth decay. It's not a one time thing, it's something that we have to do daily for us to receive good results. For good work as children of God, reading the Bible is a lot like flossing. It's a way of cleansing out the garbage that your brain picks up daily. Just from living in a messed up world, every day just living in this world, you daily come in contact with attitude, your bad actions, bad ideas, but we want the idea of God and it's found in the Bible. It happens everywhere. You are just hanging out sometimes with Christians. Let's face it. You know, Christians aren't perfect either. And these bad attitudes, actions, and ideas can lock in our brain where they do not belong. Reading God's Word is a way of dislocating some of that stuff that can cause spiritual decay. It's a mindset, church. Romans 12 verses 2 says, to renew our mind and so, in a sense, we are not just going to be in the presence of God, but we are going to read the word of God daily. Mental flaws to prevent spiritual decay. Here at HPC, you know, from Swaziland, we have, we, we cannot be in a position to, um, to, to have daily life devotions, but through our church, uh, we are able to just dig in same heart, uh, same way. Daily, we have a daily reading plan. We, every day, we are renewing. Paul says, renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? By meditating on God's word, putting the word of God daily. If you can't read it, you can listen. If you like watching a TV, maybe it's high time not to watch Netflix Maybe you switch on. It's only five minutes. Can I have an amen? 
uh, this week is missions week. You will see uh, a, a great, uh, a great faces there. If you take a look, you will be surprised what God is doing through HPC. One of the things um, the Bible says, um, our minds are renewed as we spend time reading and meditating on God's word. We have a lot of ways that we can help you dig in and get into. A renewed mind is a, another strong defense against any spiritual enemy. Renew my mind. My mind is the Beckley field. I need to manage it. There are challenges. Every day we face challenges. When we are under pressure and tested to produce results, Opportunities for us to fail, you know, may avail itself. But to us, me and you, whenever we fail, we know that this is an opportunity for us. Yes. Pastor Michael said this is an opportunity for God to show off yes. and show the, the devil that devil you are a liar. Really? Jesus is the Messiah and Healing Place Church is on fire. He rhymes. He likes to rhyme. And I love that. Can I have an amen? Come on, somebody. Let us give it up to God one more time. Separation, transformation, destination. If we separate, I believe that God will transform us. I believe that God will look at us. We will discover the will of God. God's will is, is acceptable. It is perfect will. It's a calling. It's an opportunity. So let us not make excuses. When you read um, uh, 2 Peter 3, verses 9, it says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting. This is the will of God. Not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repent. The will of God. I hear sometimes people talking about the free will, Yes. That's a free will, but today I'm not talking about free will. I'm talking about the will of God. The will of God is that no man shall perish. And they will perish if there is nobody who is responding to the call. Paul is saying, I urge you, brothers. And I know God wants to use you. I remember 21 years ago, I struggled with three things. The pen can, can come up. Struggled with money. I struggled with girls. And I struggled with drugs. And my mama took me to Teen Challenge. May her soul rest in peace. I checked myself in there. And uh, it was a good place to be. I separated from my friends. Separated from my family. Separated from my loved ones. And right there, I read the word of God. I gave my life to Jesus. Amen. And there was some transformation. Amen. If you talk of anger, I knew the word. Ephesians 4, 26. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. I battled with temptation. No temptation assists you beyond. God will always make a way. I embedded myself with the word of God. Counted all joy. Yeah. Whenever I refused to dwell on the past, I knew that God was doing a new thing. Yeah. And when I separated, when I was transformed, I remember my mom. She was so sick. Had had problems. 
And I remember the doctor saying, sometimes this is caused by a history of, you know, events. And I've caused my mama lots and lots of troubles. And I regret it. But my mama said, I want the thing that is changing you. The first person that I ever led to Christ was my mom. I never preached. But our actions changed. I believe our action may, must be louder than our words. And my destination is I'm just going about doing the will of God. Go to school, I tell them about Jesus. I tell them God can set you free. Where the Spirit of God is, there's freedom, there's liberty. I used to duck and dive, but now I'm a free man. I'm a brand new man. The old has passed. But behold, the new has come. Missions, mindset. I can go on and on, but I've seen the Lord. I've seen the goodness of God. But I believe that God wants to use us. God wants to use you. But are you going to respond? Are you going to say, God, hear my, use me. Let me warn you, you have to separate. Maybe this morning there are things that you need to give up. Maybe there are things that you need to surrender to God. I believe maybe there are gifts. I believe there are talents in the house. I never noticed. I couldn't stand in front of people. I thought I had to be always high for me to be able to stand and speak. But the devil is a liar. There is a destination. And I believe that today, the kingdom is here. Thank you for listening. Take a moment and subscribe so you can become a part of the community here and stay up to date with what is happening at Healing Place Church. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.